One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. As I said yesterday, you guys sent a couple of questions on the Instagram story the other day and I'm going to go through and answer a few of them over the next couple of days. And I thought I'd pair two questions together here because they are both about the Newcastle Knights. So I thought I'd throw them both into together. The first one comes from Patrick Tran underscore says, Ponga will jeopardise his origin jersey moving to 5'8". If Walsh plays well, I see him missing. Not a question, but an interesting topic to discuss. I will get into that in a moment. And our other other question comes from Battle Griffin 13, who says, Forwards Knights should be targeting. Wanted to hear it out of your beautiful voice, Guru Griffin. Uh, quite smooth talker there. Thank you, mate. Uh, so we'll get into both of those in just a moment. Just a reminder that this afternoon on YouTube, guys, 3 p.m., myself and Matty the Waterboy will be getting stuck into the Penrith Panthers' best 17 heading into season 2023. Obviously, a side that is missing a couple of key guns from last year. You've got your kick hours leaving, you've got your Apicur. So there is going to be a couple of changes there and a couple of interesting positions. We also discussed their chances of winning three comps in a row, which would be something pretty special to witness. It also puts a lot of pressure on Isaiah Yo, Nathan Cleary with Appy gone to really own this team and go to that next level, uh, which we've seen World Cups can have that sort of impact on players and they can go to a new level after a World Cup. We might talk about that over the next few days. Uh, but let's get stuck into these questions. The first one comes from Patrick Tran. He says, Ponga will jeopardise his origin jersey moving to 5'8". If Walsh plays well, I see see him missing. An interesting one. Now, Kalen Ponga obviously moving to 5'8 for the Newcastle Knights in 2023. I think it is all but confirmed. I am pretty confident it is going to play out. I'd be willing to put money on. KP lines up at 5'8 in round one. Uh, and look, I would rather him at fullback. Don't get me wrong. I've always said that. But I like the move of him to 5'8 more now that I know Jackson Hastings is going to be in the seven. Now that they have a genuine halfback there. If they didn't have a genuine and seven like they didn't three weeks ago when we were discussing this. I absolutely hate it. I'm still not huge on it because I am still really worried about uh, concussion and whatnot. He's going to have to make 25 plus tackles per game. We know that KP is not going to hide away from anything as well. He's too tough for his own good and he's going to put his body into constant situations uh, where HIAs could become an issue and just injuries in general which have plagued him uh, throughout the early parts of his career. But we would have said the same thing about James Tedesco a couple of years ago and whatnot. So guys do 
turn this around. Yeah, it's not always going to be a constant thing, and hopefully it's not for KP, but it is a worry. We can't ignore it. We can't pretend like it's not a serious threat. Uh, so I do understand that, and I am worried about it. If he moves to 5'8", though, personally, I honestly do not think there is a world where he misses selection for the Queensland Maroons. I cannot see it. He could be playing fucking awfully. Yeah, he could have the worst season he has had by far and away, be completely injury-free and going like a fucking bastard. And I am confident he will get picked in the fullback spot for the Maroons. The Maroons have shown their hand over the last, you know, two or three decades of the eternity, essentially. They will pick guys that are origin players. They will pick guys who have proven themselves in that arena. Say what you will about KP at the Newcastle. Knights, maybe not playing his absolute best footy, maybe not being the most consistent guy on the field, maybe not being on the field enough. Whenever he's played for the Queensland Maroons, he's been sensational. And personally, I thought he should have got player of the series this year. Paddy Carrigan was fantastic. He got it. I don't think Pat Carrigan didn't deserve it. Uh, but I think Caelan Ponga, he was the best on the park. I think he got M-O-M uh, in game three of that series. He was tremendous. He absolutely tore the Blues to pieces all throughout that series. Uh, the idea of Reese Walsh coming in for him, I honestly don't think it matters what Reese Walsh does. If Reese Walsh comes out and wins 10 man of the matches in a row leading into Origin, I do not think he will be the fullback. I think it will be Callum Ponga if he is available. Now, the other side of the coin here, could it jeopardize his Origin jersey? It could because I am worried about him getting concussed in the front line, as we said. But form-wise, I do not think there is a world where KP misses out on that fullback spot for the Queensland Maroons if he is available. I don't think there's anyone that could take that jersey off him. I think he will be there. I am not worried about it in the slightest that he's playing 5-8 and then going uh, and playing fullback. If anything, as a New South Wales fan... It probably worries me more because all of a sudden he's going to have a lot more freedom. He's going to be out the back of other players. And we know that uh, out the back of better players as well going into that side. You'll obviously have him out the back of DCE. Uh, Sam Walker, if he's there, maybe. Keck Cameron Munster. Probably DCE and Munster, I would assume. And I think he will be even more potent. We know that when guys move in, so for example, when you get guys that are in the halves and they jump into the fullback role and they get to play both, they, they, they get a better understanding of their positioning and where they need to be because they've stood in the other a pair of shoes, and I think that'll only help KP, to be honest with you, when he gets to the Origin Arena. I, as I said, look, I don't think there's a world where he possibly misses out on that fullback spot. I don't think Reese Walsh can do anything to take it off him. I think that it will be his. Uh, if we're talking about New South Wales, sometimes we're stupid enough at the selection table to maybe not pick the guy that does the job every single year for us. So if we're talking about New South Wales, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but it would probably be a different story. As far as Queensland goes, they will pick KP at fullback. He will be there. It will not matter. He could be playing in the front row front row, sorry, for the Newcastle Knights. I don't give a fuck. He will be the fullback for the Queensland Maroons. So I understand where you're coming from, Patrick, but I don't see a world where KP misses out on origin select selection. I've got a case of the hiccups here. Really good for podcasting. All right. Our next question comes from Battle Griffin 13. Uh, forwards Knights should be targeting. Now an interesting one. The Newcastle Knights, I look at their side. I absolutely love their side. I love their forward pack. I think they're well-balanced. Depth could be an issue. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. Me and Maddie actually went through there and named their best 17 the other day. Got very excited about it. And a lot of people left in the comments, yeah, but depth is a serious worry. And uh, you, you guys are right. It is a worry. And I probably underappreciated that, undervalued that when we did the best 17, that if they were to have multiple injuries, they're, they're in a bit of curry. But I also think that... 
pretty much any team outside of the top five teams, the teams that you genuinely think can win a premiership depth-wise, they're all sort of in a bit of trouble, I think, personally. Um, I had, you know, we, we, we posted the thing about the Canterbury Bulldogs the other day, had a lot of people saying to me, oh, you forgot about Corey Allen for depth. And I'm like, no, 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 like I didn't forget about Corey Allen. It's just that the step from someone else to Corey Allen, uh, it, it's a pretty big jump for me. There's also people saying, oh, you know, Bailey Beyond Iodo can play six. It's like, yeah, okay, but once again, it's, it, it's a big drop. So, there's a difference between having players that can play the position and having players that are up to the standard to still be able to compete at the top level. Uh, and that's where I look at this Newcastle Knights side, and I do wonder if if there's an injury in the front row to, to one of the front rowers. Do they find themselves a little bit short if there's an injury to two of them at some point, which could happen quite possibly? Uh, where will they be? So as far as forwards go, uh, I think at 13 has to be Adam Elliott. I don't think there's any questions about that. I think Elliott has to be in the 13. I think Kurt Mann, he'd be a great guy to play in 13 if anything happens to Adam Elliott. So I'm not really in the market for a ball-playing sort of forward. I think we've got enough of those. I think we're okay. We, we can cover those spots. You've also got Tyson Gamble in the squad who, who could shove into 13 if need be. Matty Croker, he's got a handy set of hands on him as well. So as far as the ball playing forward, I, I, I don't think they need it. If you find someone who can do everything and he's got a bit of ball playing, fantastic. But it isn't something that I'd be putting a target out there. Edge back rowers, Tyson Rizal has got one edge locked down, which is tremendous to see. We're hearing potentially Jack Hetherington could play on the other edge or Fitzgibbon. Fitzgibbon has been a little bit hit and miss throughout his career. He runs a brilliant line, uh, but he, he can have a, a he can have many errors in him realistically, unfortunately, Lachlan Fitzgibbon. So if they can find themselves a back rower, I wouldn't mind upgrading that spot, but it depends what they're doing with Jack Hetherington. If they're playing Jack Hetherington on an edge, which I'm hearing is really possible, uh, I, I like him out there and I'm willing to give him a chance out there. Every player I talk to actually talks about how how well he moves and everything, and it's, I, I think that you see a very different side of Jack Hetherington at training and everything than what we've seen in these little moments of first grade where he gets suspended, injured, in trouble, whatever it might be. A lot of guys talk about him as a, being a bit more of a versatile sort of forward than what I think we have an understanding for, so I'm going to back some of the players and the trainers' eyes in there. If you're not going to play Jack Hetherington in the front row, though, I think they definitely need to go out and find some middles. Now, if I was just running my eye over this competition and where I would be going, uh, there's a number of clubs that have guys that might not be making uh, their best 17 or their best 13 or whatever you could reach out to. Uh, You've obviously got... For example, uh, down at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, uh, they've got their young front rower there who went through Waverley College, who I'm a really, really big fan of. His name is Davey Mawali. I've liked him for quite some time. I don't know where he's at contract-wise, but there is a number of middle forwards at South Sydney at the moment. I'm not sure if he's automatically going to be in their 17. So he is a guy that you could, for example, reach out to. Uh, you've, all, you've also got, for example, uh, from the Lebanon World Cup, a guy in the Parramatta Reserve grade who's a middle forward, very talented. Uh, Eli El Zakim, I believe his name is. He's another guy that I really like that I think he could come in as a decent little middle forward. You've also got guys like Nathan Brown, who's at Parramatta, who's not being utilised at the moment, who's not making the side. Uh, he obviously made the grand final side, so maybe things have turned around there a little bit for Nathan Brown, but he's a guy that I think a number of teams should be trying to get their hands on Nathan Brown, for example. Uh, you've obviously got at the Sydney Roosters, there's rumours that uh, Renufa Tony, he could be going over to the Super League. I, I still believe he's a guy, he obviously last year, very injury-plagued. I talked to him a lot, a lot up in the preseason, didn't end up playing first grade at all, had a few injuries and whatnot, but he's 
Here's another guy that I think you could go after there. I think he'd be a nice little get. So there are plenty of talented middle forwards around. There are so many guys around, and they just need someone to come in and just play a solid role in the front row. They need someone that can play a solid role and be a complementary piece to the Saifiti boys. But if one of them is out, you also need a guy in that squad who can really take over one of those alpha roles for five to six weeks, which is the amount of time you would assume at max, unless it's a disaster, that one of these Saifiti boys could be out. There's a chance that one of them could be in an origin camp this year. There's a chance that two of them could be in an origin camp realistically. So there might be a stretch there for the Newcastle Knights where they are really light on middle forwards. If they're playing Jack Hetherington there, that really eases uh, a few of their issues. But if you're going to play Hetherington in the middle, I also think they should probably go out into the market to get an edge guy. I really do think, though, Nathan Brown, he would answer so many of these questions. If they're able to get their paws on Brownie, I think he would be a tremendous, a tremendous get for them. Uh, he also brings a little bit of that ball playing, which I said they don't really need. But if you know if you can if you can get a guy that can play middle, that can play thirteen, that can ball play a little bit, be a fantastic get. So Nathan Brown, he'd probably be my number one target. I'm not quite sure where he's sitting as far as these other as far as the Parramatta Eels and other teams that are interested in him. It's all been a bit weird with Nathan Brown. But if I was the Newcastle Knights, I'd probably make him my target because he's the sort of guy that can be a real dog. He can be a real alpha. He's the sort of guy that you could bring in. Other guys you could look at, I haven't got a list in front of me, so I'm sort of talking off the dome. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But I'm very confident that there would be a number of guys over in the Super League, for example, uh, that are expats that are over there playing, just hard-nosed forwards that have sort of been through it and done it. They don't have to be international players right now. They don't have to be superstars, but just guys that they can bring back into this team as extra forwards. You think about guys that have come back to England over the last few years that have done really well. Uh, a guy like Zeb Taylor, for example, he was fantastic, a bit of an older guy that came back over from the Super League and did really well. I know uh, um, Matt is over there still at the moment. He could be a guy they potentially could look at. I think they've got a few options here. A guy like Matt Pryor, he just retired, but if you would have been able to grab him for the last year of his career to bring him over, for example, he would have been a great he would have been a great get, get. A guy like Elijah Taylor, for example, I believe he's still playing, come to the very back end of his career. You might be able to get something out of him for a season or so, for example. So I just think the Newcastle Knights in their forward pack, it'd be really handy just to have one more experienced head. Doesn't have to be a superstar, doesn't have to be an absolute gun. Just one more experienced experienced head that they can bring in, that they can lean on when injuries do hit, although they can lean on for that 25 minutes when the Saifidi boys, when they're all at full strength and they're, when they're not on the field. You guys like Aaron Woods, your James Tamos, these sort of guys. I'll tell you who would have been fucking perfect, and I can't believe he's left the NRL. Takiyahu, he obviously had his boxing fight last night. I haven't even seen how he went. I assume he won. Uh, but Takiyahu, he would have been a perfect guy. Imagine if you bring him into this side. I don't know how their salary cap looks and whatnot, obviously. He would have been fantastic. Uh, so I think there's plenty of options 
teams out there. The Newcastle Knights have just got to pick the right one. And I do think they're only one solid experience forward away from having a really good side there. If you can find edge back rowers as well, that could be fantastic because Tyson Brazell, if you had to, you could shift him in for little stints um, through the middle as well. So plenty of options for the Newcastle Knights. They are sitting in a really good spot. I like how they're looking at the moment. But I'm also liking how a lot of the bottom eight teams from last year are looking heading into 2023. So it will be interesting. But in summary, guys, KP, I think he is an absolute lock to be the Queensland Maroons fullback. I'd be shocked if he's not selected there. As far as forwards for the Newcastle Knights to go after, I think a Nathan Brown would be fantastic. He'd be my number one target. Obviously, you've got younger guys that I mentioned, like Mawali and these sort of fellas. But I also think that, that they'd do really well to go to the Super League, grab an expat who's an older head, who's a more experienced guy, just a hard nut that they could bring back just for one more year, just to make sure the Saifidis are good as gold. Uh, and Elijah Taylor, for example, if he's still playing over there, he might be a good get. A few guys that I spoke about, there's plenty of options there for the Newcastle Knights. I do think they will add another forward before the preseason kicks off. I'm anticipating that will happen. I also think they'll add a fullback. Whether that'll be Lachlan Miller or not, I'm not sure. I probably think it will be uh, by the sounds that I think that'll be a great deal for Newcastle. I think it'll be a great deal for Lockie Miller. And I think for the Sharkies, they've obviously got Will Kennedy. They've got Dykes. They probably don't need Miller realistically. So... Newcastle in a really good spot. Plenty of positives heading into 2023. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 